There's been so many people who have been going through such difficult times uh, that that song has really, really ministered to them and been a reminder, you know, that uh, you see throughout, especially in the Old Testament, how, um, you know, God would just have the musicians and the singers go out whenever he was uh, about to do a big thing. And so uh, this stuff that we do is not just a, a filler, you know, it, we're just not filling time there. We're we're coming to declare uh, our trust, uh, our love uh, to our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. All right, I come to you today. Um, uh, you remember the you remember the story of Jonah and the whale in the Bible? It was real; it wasn't just a story. Uh, but uh, he got swallowed up, but he eventually came back. You know, in a mess. Well, that's why I got swallowed up the last few days. And it was all surrounded uh, my daddy, Red Deez's 90th birthday party. See, we were going to have a shin dig for my daddy who turned 90, and, and we did. But there was a lot of activity. So if I ignored your phone call, forgive me. If I ignored your test, forgive, uh, your text message to me, forgive me. Uh, if I, you came and looked at me in the face and I just didn't acknowledge you, pray for me. Whatever. But... Um, Anyway, but it was, it was a lot of fun, and, and, and it was a real special time. And, and, and early on, we told my dad, said, hey, uh, okay, we wanna, we're going to have a party for you. Oh, you don't need to do nothing. You know, and that was his way of going, you better do something. So we're not, you know, and I said, but we're going to make it real special. What you want to do, you know, uh, how, what you want to do? And he goes, I don't, I don't know. And then my uh, number two son, Daniel, is the one that said, well, hey, let's smoke a stuffed pig. Uh, I'm doing an advertisement for Cajun Meat Company uh, down there in Marietta, and they've started getting a whole lot of stuff down there, you know, these stuffed ch chickens and all that kind of thing. They are absolutely delicious. He said, let's just do a, a whole stuffed pig, a smoke one. And then, so I was going, I've got, I've got some Boston butts I've already bought. I've got a lot of ribs I've already bought. I don't want to know I want to go pay for that. But I mentioned it to Daddy, and he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds fun. So, okay, so, uh, you know, we go up there, and, and they, they fix up this, uh, and it's stuffed with crawfish and uh, rice over here and broccoli and cheese in here and, and turkey and chicken. I mean, it's just a whole pig, you know, that we had on the grill. So uh, picked it up and took it down there. It was, um, but the one issue is we needed something to smoke it on. Uh, the smoker that uh, I have down there uh, just—it it has some issues, and 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 so, uh, you know, family members brought a big daddy smoker down there. One of their friends had this big daddy smoker, and it was a Cadillac. I mean, it had you know this side, uh, the firebox down here. This side, it had like five or six racks, and then it had the big long you know deal with a couple of racks there, and it was it was a humdinger of a smoker and that's coming from somebody that's been smoking barbecue for a long time for a long time so I you know I, I, this is a this is a good piece of equipment uh, but you know I it was obvious that it had some miles on it it had some miles on it and and that it it hadn't been really used in a while because I mean there's a lot of debris and a lot of rust and all that kind of stuff, you know, in it. And so we had to go to work. 
And, and that, that's one thing. We pulled out, you know, all of those uh, racks, and I found me a steel brush. And, you know, my daddy taught me years ago, because we got sand. Grady is sand city. Not sin city, sand city. There is sin there. Sand city, there's sand, white sand, just like that. And so he taught me a long time ago that, uh, that, that sand is like a, as Rachel says, an exfoliant. You know, so I throw it down in there in the sand, and we got, we got those steel brushes, and man, it just cleaned them things up. It was nice. Got inside, cleaned it up, got the steel wool, got it all cleaned up. But I'll tell you something. It was a job. It was a job, but it was worth it. It was worth it because that pig, I, ask me, I'll show you, I'll show you, that pig was something else. It, it was delicious and everything, and, and the night was amazing. You're going, yay, Gary, yay, Mike, why are you telling us this story? To make you hungry, and I know, why are you telling us? Well, God's wanting to do something special. And I've been sharing that with you for the last few weeks that, you know, God is at work. And then a couple of weeks ago on our birthday, we said, listen, God, you know, God's at work. And what he is making very clear to us is that it's like canoe in the mountain says, hey, the next 32 years probably won't look anything like the last 32. God's up to something. And he's wanting to do something special Kind of like smoking a pig. Now, let's make this analogy. The smoked pig, that, that makes it special. Well, that's, what's God wanting to do? Save souls. He, want, he wants people to come to know his love. That's what he's been about all since creation. Now, the big daddy smoker, that's you and that's me. Because, see, the reality is uh, you've got to have an instrument to accomplish that special thing. And like the one I had, many of us, we have a lot of miles on us. And for some of us, we ain't been used in a while. Not like God wants to use us. And so guess what? There's a lot of buildup and there's a lot of stuff and there's some scrubbing needed. Because you see, the reality is, is when it comes, when it comes to, to being a follower of Jesus Christ, it's not on our terms, it's on his terms. If, if you need a reminder of what it really means to be a follower of Jesus Christ, go back there, because I've been saying, and get, that, get those six points. What does it mean to be a follower of Christ? Do a, do a check, a gut check. There are questions there, and there's a, those are there. I keep it in my Bible. What does it really look like to be a follower of Jesus Christ? Because if we're not clean, if we're not right with God, and if we're not right with others, there's all this crud that's going to prevent this special thing that God's wanting to do. And we know that God's wanting to do a great job because, see, there are problems. I mean, we, we face them, we see them, we've talked about them. The problem is, is that we are living in a world and a time and in a culture that is driven by self-centeredness, that is driven by, that is self-absorbed, that's uh, living uh, just all about me, myself, and I. It's just everything's driven by that. Addicted to, we are addicted to comfort, to convenience, to pleasure, to power, to winning, to judging others, to demanding things. There's a problem. We, we, uh, there's, 
we, we know it. I don't have to tell you that it is growing in our country. Back to Denison. Let me share with you. He's saying similarly, what we're facing right now is not unlike what the early church. Matter of fact, we haven't even come close to where they were and what they were having to endure. And yet, because we have uh, had our way in, as, in America, we've been such the majority for so long, it's like it's just been coasting on this cruise ship. And now, now there's some pushback. Now people, now people don't live like we live. And here's what he says. He says, such moments, this moment, present us with an opportunity to help people see the value of our faith in Jesus. But if we handle them poorly, such lost opportunities are likely to cement the idea that Christianity is no different than the other brands of spirituality from which people can choose. If people are searching for answers, but all they see from Christians is a different brand of the negativity the hate and self-centeredness that pervades so much of the larger culture, then why would they consider giving their lives to Jesus? Sobering question. Goes on to say, the church, and here, here's this kind of, uh, this stings. He says, in general, the church is still largely indistinguishable from the culture just by looking at us. That's important because it means that an authentic Christian life will be one defined by our beliefs and our behaviors rather than our politics, our social standing, or our geographic location. One more, and then I'll let you go on this one. He says, the sad fact remains that far too many people never really give Jesus a chance because the church doesn't look like a group they want to join. And while we can do a lot to help with that through our individual interactions with the loss, neglecting the state of our larger Christian communities will still have a negative impact on the kingdom. See, I, I, need, I need cleaning up, but so does the church. So that when you look at it, you go, uh, yeah, okay. When I opened up that pit, I said, there ain't no way I'm going to put that pig on that pit. Just clean up. Just get it ready. And that's what, that's what I've been sharing. I shared a little bit with you last week. So that's, you know, that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to show up and we're going to clean up as a body of Christ. In order for him to do that for which only he can do. I believe that's God's call on us, specifically our body, and I think it's for the church in America today. And we're going to use a passage of Scripture uh, out of the Old Testament, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. I think we have it here on the screen, um, where this is a promise uh, of God to his people of Israel. Now, and it says this, it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Let me give you a little backdrop to this. The amazing thing, you look at that and you go, there, there was some, obviously some problems there, trouble there. 
Here's the crazy thing is that this particular passage, God gave this passage to Solomon at the zenith, at the peak of their glory. This is right after the temple. This is right after the temple had been dedicated and God's glory came in and filled the temple. Wow. The greatest expression visible before people at that time of God's glory. Boom, it just come. But he, goes, he hit the pause button. He said, now listen. But I've already known, and, and you need to be aware, you are prone to wander and drift and start trying to manufacture, like, I can do this and get away. I can be like this and God, uh, 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 and, and all of a sudden, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna experience problems that are a result of that. Jesus said, listen, in this world you'll have, you'll have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Now, this particular passage is, is, is the format that we're going to use on, on, over the month of October. This, this is what we're going, to, we're going to just lay out ourselves before God and say, God, guide us and with these tracks. But what we need to know is this. It was a specific promise to the people of Israel at that particular time. And this, that particular occasion. But as it is so often true in the Old Testament, there are principles that abide. Oftentimes what we try to do is we find methods in which we can do stuff, but methods, you know, don't always last. Here's the saying, you know, methods are many, principles are few. Methods change often, principles never do. And here's a principle that doesn't change. Follower of Jesus, church of Jesus Christ, if my people called by my name will humble themselves Pray, seek my face, and turn from their God-forgetting ways. That's what wickedness, my God-forgetting ways. Then, then, oh, there's going to be some God stuff. God's going to move. God's going to do that for which only he can do. Isn't that, isn't that pretty awesome? And, and that's a great promise, you know, but, but that's the process that God wants to take any of us through because we're not going to mandate in a self-absorbed, self-sovereign way because the reality is that so often we kind of conform God to our image rather than allowing him to be God. And so he said, no, I'm God, you're not. And I, I've got something I want to do. It's special in your life, but it's going to be special through your life. So stop whining, stop moaning, uh, stop asserting self, uh, stop complaining about what, and, and, and number one is just, let's go ahead and say, all right, here we are, Lord. Here am I. Send me. Here am I. Use me. And let him do that for which only he can do. So that, so that, these people who are facing a godless eternity in hell, it's true. God, <laughs> there's heaven and then there's hell, and God created us for be with him forever. But we can enjoy so much, and we do so much here. But, but this is just a vapor. This is just a mist. Don't let us take us away from the importance 
of knowing God and loving him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then being that vessel and that conduit through which other people can experience in him. But there's a, there's a, lot, of, there's a lot of gunk that God's going to rub off of us and he's going to get out of us in this. The process may not always be, it's going to be a little painful, I'll just say this. But it's so liberating. It is so liberating. Whenever we just let go and let God and just trust him to be that for which he wants us to do. So, what, what, what I want you to do with this, what, what I think God wants you and me to do with this, say, sign me up, I'm in. In that, in, in that particular promise, he said, I need you, I need, I, need, I need the Israelites, I need the nation to do this. I need you to do this. So we can't apply this and, and start fixating on what we think, <laughs> uh, what that's saying. He's going to hear uh, and he's going to heal our land. Okay, we can't, he's not saying, I'm going to, okay, you do this and then, and then you'll get the elected official that you want. Oh my gosh, we project on God something. No, no, what does it mean? Listen, it's changing hearts changing lives, pointing people to our Savior with the good news of Jesus Christ. That's wonderful healing. So it's saying I'm in. And I believe, I believe God's calling us at Cross Point right here, the body, the family here. And this is me. Hey, if, if my people here, this body, this body, called by my name, Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, even though there's a lot of murkiness that we're hearing. If you're called by me, if you'll humble yourself and if you'll pray and if you'll seek my face and turn from the God-forgetting ways, I, 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 then I'm going to work in a mighty way that's going to blow your mind. So my prayer is that today that every single one of you, if you're a member of the church, I want you to get out your connect card and say, I'm in. I'm in. Okay, I believe this is what, I'm in. Nothing becomes dynamic until it becomes specific. So at the end of this service today, I'll know, you know, after we get to the connect, if you're, if you're, if you're going to go, I'm just, no, Mike, I just want to come and get my hour in and feel good about myself. Okay. Then we know, I'm in. I'm in, and I don't have all the answers here. I will tell you, I will absolutely tell you for sure I don't, but God does, and he promises that if we ask, that he will provide his answers for us. If you're not a member of this church, and you're going, hey, I want to be a member because I love pain. I love get scrubbing on. Come on, scrub, you know, scrub a dub dub on me. No, no, I mean, now you may not be a member of this church, but it may be that God's calling you to be a member of this church. To be a part of what he's doing for such a time as this. It may be that you don't even know the Lord. You're kind of sitting here seeking and you're going, ah, this is kind of cool. Hey, don't stop with just this kind of preachy thing. No, let's have a conversation. On the, on the connect card, say, hey, I want to talk with a pastor. Let's talk about that. Maybe you just know, Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear me, I open up the door and I'll come in. 
Just open up your life to him today. But if you're just a guest just passing through, then here's my, my request of you. Pray for us. Please pray. That, that we don't that we don't wonder but we stay true to exactly what God's calling us to do and we just say God here you know this if this is true about me if this is the way others are seeing me it's not about it's not it's not about me going well justifying myself because Jesus already said to a bunch of religious people, he said, Ye are they who justify yourselves among men. That which is highly esteemed among man, that makes perfectly good sense among men, is abomination to me. Okay, okay. Let's get back. God loves you. God loves me. But he also loves those people who, who are more and more and more and more are running from the church are running from Jesus. And unfortunately, I've had something to do with that. As well-meaning as I've been, I've had something to do with that. Maybe you have too. What do we do with this? Just say, I will commit this month with my church family here to humbling myself before God praying seeking his face and I will turn from whatever sin whatever it is that God reveals to me and then I will expect something special because that's his promise. Here's the premise. There's the promise. Would you pray with me? With your heads bowed and eyes closed, in just a moment, there's going to, there's going to be a song. And I, I'm going to ask that, that you just, if you want to sing, you can. But I mean, I want you to continue in the spirit of prayer during, during this song. And, and, and it's simply saying, Lord, I need you. And the truth of the matter is, we need him. And, and the truth is, is that he is here and he's working amongst us today. Pray that he would show you how he wants you to respond in this moment to this message from his word. Father, we just thank you. We, uh, Thank you that you are long-suffering. Thank you that your grace is greater than our sin. And thank you that, Lord, you used just a ragtag group of guys, smaller group of guys, whose hearts were right with you to turn the world upside down. Help us to see, Lord, the desperate need not only in our lives, but for those who don't have the joy and the assurance of eternity in heaven with you. Holy Spirit, we just pray in this moment that you'd give us the courage to say, I'm in. I'm in.
pray. I'll talk to a pastor. Lord, we make it our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.